Welcome back to ADHD Billionaire Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. X, and we're in ADHD Tunnel Part 2, continuing where we left off from the last episode. Hopefully, you've done the homework by now where you list on one note, you list your goals, and then on another note, you list your boxes. If you have not done that, I highly advise just don't listen to this episode. Like, if you're going to fucking procrastinate through this, there's no point in listening to this episode. Like, why haven't you done that yet? Just saying it like it is. And I'm saying this out of love. You know, like I know I know how we are. I know how we are. So if you have not done the steps from the last episode, just skip this because ADHD Tunnel Part 2 isn't going to be of any use to you. Listening is one part of the use. The other part is utilization. So you have to actually put the action necessary to do these things. And this is what's going to actually help you fix your ADHD. So like I said, I'm saying this out of love and out of respect. But if you have not done the homework from the last episode, skip this episode. Matter of fact, Go to some other random episode in this podcast or just go to another another podcast. I really don't want you to listen to the rest of this until you've done that. Like until you've shown yourself, not me, until you've shown yourself that you're willing to make the changes necessary. So put this on pause. This, this show ain't going nowhere. And then go do the other shit. Then come back and then listen to this episode. Now, getting back to the topic of building the ADHD tunnel. Hopefully you have created at least one tunnel from your homework assignment. Now, just because... We've built this tunnel doesn't mean you're going to move through that motherfucker. So in the same sense that you build a real tunnel in real life, it doesn't mean people are going to walk down that tunnel. They got to have a motivation. There's got to be another city on the other side or some other beautiful destination on the other side, or maybe their natural curiosity is taking them down that tunnel, you know, but something has to be on the other side. If you build a tunnel in the middle of the fucking forest, people aren't going to magically come to that tunnel just because, you know, there has to be motivations to come to go through that tunnel. So one, you could either walk through that fucking tunnel. Two, you could build a train. And I'm going to talk about how to build the train to go through the tunnel. Uh, or three, you know, you just come back out of the tunnel in the same way you came in because you're like, ah, I don't like this tunnel, which means you don't like the goal on the other side. You know, there's something about the goal that is not resonating with you entirely. So we're going to get into that. Number one, you've built your tunnel. You tied one of your goals into uh, to one of your boxes, your dark boxes. Uh, and you've created a tunnel. So let's say your box was your job. You make 4000 a month. Your goal is you want to make 96000 a year. And so you start saving up toward that first 96000 number one, because you can use that 96000 to buy something that brings in higher amounts of money per month. You could buy a business. There's websites where you could buy businesses online. You can buy them. You can buy businesses that are already built. So in case you've ever wanted to be an entrepreneur, but you're like, ah, I don't want to put in the, the, the work for the startup costs. You could save up some cash and then take out a either take out a loan against your cash. I highly advise don't take out a loan without having the cash to pay for it because you know how we are. You know, we'll fuck around and do some impulse buying and then waste the fucking shit and get ourselves into deeper debt. So either save up your cash and use the cash to to purchase a business that already exists. There's a website called B-I-Z-B-U-Y-S-E-L-L.com. BizBuySell.com is one of many websites that has businesses for sale and you can search them by location, by industry, and you can see how much they're selling it for. You can see what the cash flow is per year, all of that. So you could just straight up buy a business if you just want, if you save toward that and then increase your monthly revenue. So first, getting back to the topic, you've got your goal, which is to save up towards your first 96000 And then you tie that to like using the money from your job. 
And then you have uh, you, you're strategizing to once you get to, to that first ninety six thousand saved up. Now you're going to go buy a business or maybe two businesses, and then you're going to start making money, extra money passively from that. So you can leave the old job because now you're making even more owning a business that you just bought. Now I'm going to throw in another tip. Uh, you do not need money to buy a business. You know, I know other people who have bought businesses for zero dollars, several businesses for zero dollars by doing something called seller financing. Now, I'm not going to teach you seller financing right here. You get online, you look up seller financing, you go to ChatGPT, ask ChatGPT to explain seller financing to you like you're five years old or like you're 12 years old, and then you'll find that out real quick. And if you don't know what ChatGPT is, it's just an AI that is kind of like, it's, it's Google, but smarter. So you can ask it specific questions and it answers it to you. It's, a, it's another person sort of, except smarter than the average, way smarter than the average human. And it knows a lot. So look up chat GPT. That's giraffe, plums. What, what's the word for T? Uh, T-shirt. Chat GPT and then sign up for it. It's completely free. Like there's no reason why you should not be using this every single day. So whenever you have a question, instead of trying to go through Google and look up articles and read articles, blah, 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 you can just add chat, ask chat GPT straight away. And then you can ask ChatGPT to explain it to you like you're five or explain it to you like you're 15, like you're 12 years old, because Google doesn't always explain things or answer things in the way that we understand it if we're new to something. So you can ask ChatGPT to explain seller financing and how you could purchase a business for zero dollars. Um, but I'm not going to teach you that. But I just want to let you know that it's possible to buy businesses for zero dollars. It's a very, very common thing. Um, now. You can buy those businesses and then start making that extra income and then you could leave your job, you know, so now you can save more per month, you know, and that guess what speeds up your train in your other tunnel. So your first tunnel was just to get to 96,000 a year. Hopefully after you buy the first business, you're much, much closer to the end of that tunnel, to the to the light at the end of that tunnel. Um, And so now all you do is make more money, make more money, make more money make sure you're, you you don't have debts and you want to make sure that you get your debts as slow as possible. And then you do the same thing again. You purchase another business, you know, whether you do it for zero dollars and seller financing or whether you do it for, you know, with a loan or with money you saved up. It doesn't matter how you decide to go about it, but you also buy another business. Now you have two assets working for you, you know, and so that's double the amount, hopefully. That you're getting in per month. So now you work your way. You, probably after those first two, you've probably gotten at least, at least, you know, uh, close, if not more than ninety six thousand a year. P- picking good businesses, obviously. But now you see how one thing working your job, which was a box, was was once a box, has contributed to your goal of making ninety six thousand a year. But without having that mapped out, without having it written down month by month, like your month by month goal toward that, what's to say that you won't just turn around and go the other way? Or what's to say your tunnel, which what should be a tunnel, feels like a box and you end up kicking one of the walls open and then just going out the side and then just leaving the job? Now, you can leave a job before you actually physically leave the job. You can start slacking off at work. You can start being on your phone and social media a lot more than you normally do. Like these are things that we do to sabotage our our jobs. This is how we sabotage our relationships. 
This is how we sabotage. We sabotage our way out of things, you know, in our infancy stages of mastering ADHD. When we haven't mastered it yet, that's how we fuck shit up. The other way we sabotage things is by being too blunt, too abrasive. And we we take the anger or the feeling that we feel if we're feeling very disturbed and we just explode on the person, you know. And so both of those ways are very destructive ways of going about life, you know, slacking off one. That's a destructive way. And then the other way to a disruptive way to go about shit is to explode on a person. And I can give you better ways of doing that in a different episode. I'm just going to write that down in my notes right here to make sure that I don't forget that. Notice that I said I'm writing it down in my notes because I don't trust myself to remember. So uh, I'm writing it down in my notes and I'm going to get to that in another episode. But look for the episode that says the title should be something related to anger channeling or emotional channeling. And that's going to be the episode that teaches about that. Now, getting back to the exercise, you created your tunnel, okay? Now you know how to progress through the, tunnel, through the tunnel. Now work feels a lot less frustrating. Now it's still going to be frustrating, okay, because you have your expectations. And the only time we get frustrated or upset and things, if you think about what that emotion is, all it is is something not going as we expected. So whenever something happens that we didn't expect, it frustrates us. It bothers us. You know, it makes us angry. It makes us, you know, just ticked off or, or, or annoyed. That's just what happens. And that's when anybody just gets something they didn't expect. That's what makes us get ticked. So what's the solution to that? Shift your expectations. What don't you like about your job? You don't like that your boss isn't doing things the way they should be. You read all of the rules and your boss isn't following the rules or you're doing all the work but somebody else is getting all the promotion or all the clout or all the praise or X, Y, Z. Something's unfair where, and something's not the way you want it to be. And you know that if you were in charge, it would be so much better. That's how you feel. The way you solve that problem is when you get up in the morning, sit there, change your job description in your mind. If you're a carpenter or a plumber or maybe someone who works in customer service, you're expecting things to go a certain way. No, no, no. Change your title. Instead of, if you're tired of dealing with bullshit at work and you're frustrated with all the bullshit that you're dealing with, wake up in the morning, sit up. Okay, John, today I am being paid to deal with bullshit. That's it. Keep channeling that. You're getting paid to deal with the bullshit. If you go in with that mindset, I'm getting paid to deal with bullshit. I'm getting paid to do all the work and let somebody else take all the credit. I'm getting paid to do all the un- insert unfair shit here. And then you'll just notice how you feel when you go into work that day because you're already expecting the worst. So you can't be pissed off because you're already expecting it to be bad. Yo, when I did this ex- exercise, I go into work so much happier, so much brighter. I'm making jokes with people like people like me so much better that way. But when my expectations aren't shifted that morning before I go to work, I'm going to come in quiet. I'm going to come in probably a little easily, easily abrasive. You know, that's what it was like, you know, for me whenever I was in that situation. So try this exercise out. Whatever the frustration, write write down a list of frustrations that you have at work and then ask yourself, okay, blah, 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 expectations. Then wake up in the morning 
then get up and say, I'm being paid to deal with these problems. I'm being paid to live in these problems, to swim in these problems. Because if you can't change it, then you have to live with it. So I'm being paid to live with these problems. So once you do that, what you're doing is you're tricking your mind into accepting that this is the way that business is and that's how they operate. Because it's true. If it hasn't been changed all this time, it's not going to change. So you have to swim in it. You have to swim in it and just be the best that you can be, but also keep your energy in check. So this is a way to hack your mind so you don't go into depression because consistent frustration will lead to depression. Consistent sadness, consistent depression, consistently not being where you want to be and being in all these boxes and no and zero tunnels will lead to depression. And you know us, ADHD people, we have depression worse than anybody. We're the again, we're the world's greatest creators and the world's greatest destroyers, as I said in the previous episode. Now, once you have that tunnel, you need to go and connect the dots with your other uh your other boxes, connect your other boxes to other goals. If you have boxes that aren't connected to goals, if you have a box and you have to spend plenty of time thinking about this, but if you have boxes that you cannot under no circumstance tie up to a goal, then that box needs to go. You need to get rid of it. It has to go. And I, I don't, but I don't want you to jump to conclusions and think just because you don't think of a solution or a goal that you could tie it to after a day that you just throw it away. Don't do that. It, everything takes time. And this is a belief that I want you to, I want you to write this down in your notes somewhere. This is a belief that I carry with me all the time. And it's so true. It's so true. And this belief is there is a solution to every problem. We just don't know what it is yet. There is a solution to every problem. We just don't know what it is yet. Like, fuck the system, right? You know how we are. We grew up in the fuck the system mindset. So why are we counting on the system to give us all the answers? And if the answer doesn't exist or if it hasn't been created by the system, why are we trusting the system to come up with it? Do you know how many times the system and people who believe in the system told me that I couldn't do some shit and I proved these motherfuckers wrong? Every fucking time. Every fucking countless times. They told me I couldn't create a music career. You know, that I that I had to get lucky, that I had to get signed. I by myself, single-handedly, one person, I created a passive income for myself through music. Didn't do one show, didn't sell one single piece of merch, didn't do any gigs, didn't sell physical albums or CDs. I made a passive income from music and I made one song every four months. One song every four months. They told me I couldn't create that lifestyle for myself. And here I was living on passive income, traveling four times a year, no job, playing video games eight hours a day, which I'll, I'll cover why you shouldn't do that in the previous, in the next, in another episode. But that's one of the things that I created that people told me several, several times. Yeah, you, that's not going to happen. You got to be lucky. You got to get signed. They're relying on these fucking record labels to create my life for me. Don't, don't do that. Create your life for yourself. Rely on yourself. Matter of fact, everything's your fault. From now on, everything's your fault. Everything, every problem, you know, if it exists, you, it's because of you. So if you're frustrated about something, it's because you haven't taken the steps to get rid of that frustration within yourself the healthy way. You haven't put enough research into reading about, okay, how can I have better work-life conditions? You haven't put enough not time gaining the knowledge necessary. You got to take responsibility for literally everything going wrong in your life. 
Like period, like from this point forward, you got to recognize your power. And I'm saying this as an ADHD individual who used to procrastinate all the time. My room used to be messy as fuck. I had maybe 1,000 project ideas and 999 of them unfinished to this day. You know, most of them started back in college. But my point is, I used to procrastinate like crazy. I used to hate reading. Now I, I fucking love reading. I'm addicted to books. And I will in a different episode, that's going to be an episode about reading and how to do that mind hack because I had to hack my mind in order to get myself uh, to love reading. But I know that if you're anything like me, you can't finish a book and you don't know why. And you think it's your fault, but it's not your fault. And I will cover that in a different episode. Aren't you glad I'm here? (laughs) I have all the hacks, you know, so I promise you I can literally fix your book reading problem your lack of book reading real fast, and you're going to thank me forever for it. Just stick around. But anyway, back to the tunnel, (laughs) because you know how we ADHD people, we can go on and on. But back to the tunnel, now that you created a tunnel, you have to do that for your other boxes and your other goals. And I want you to, that's your next homework assignment. And I know I you hate homework, I hate homework too. But like I said, it should take no longer than 20, 25 minutes you know, like every time you do this again and again, it becomes faster and faster and faster. And if it takes you a little bit longer, do not get frustrated because, again, expectations. If it took you longer than 15 minutes last time because I said it should take 15 minutes, don't take my word as gospel. You know, it could take you longer than 15 minutes. It could take you 30 minutes, an hour, hell, a whole day, you know, but do not judge yourself because it wasn't it didn't happen for you as fast as I said it would. Do not. It will get faster if you give it time. I promise you, if you timed yourself on that activity or any activity in your life, if you timed yourself on it, and I challenge you to do this for anything, whether it be like running cardio or doing an assignment or doing an activity, challenge yourself to put a stopwatch on and time yourself. And then do it do it again on a different day in the same week and time yourself again. I guarantee you it's faster the second time. We just need to stick with ourselves long enough and commit to things long enough for us to see exactly how fast we can become at it. Because we're going to be faster every single time if we are just made aware that we're getting faster. So that's why taking notes is so important. Now, with the ADHD tunnel, you're going to want to build a train to get through it because you want to get through it really, really fast. And that was an example that I was just giving a minute ago when I said, hey, One of those ways to build a train and building a train, what building a train means is you're just getting through the tunnel faster. Right now, you're walking through the tunnels that you 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 built because you have your first step, your second steps that you add to each list of like each step by step list. Okay, how are you going to get there closer and closer each month are going to be ways you can enhance that. Okay, how can I enhance the fact that I'm saving up money every month to reach that first ninety six thousand? Well, um, I can cut down my expenses on something. Okay, on, on what? Um, I could eat these types of meals every every day that I, that I cook at home instead of eating out three times a day and save money and cut costs. Okay, cool. How else can you do that? Uh, I can unsubscribe from certain services that I know I don't use. I have Netflix, I have Hulu, and I have Amazon Prime Video, and I know I'm only using one of those to watch shows. Why even? Why do I have three? Why do I have Disney Plus when I know damn well that I only watch Marvel movies when they come out? Like, be be honest with yourself. Amazon Prime. Do I need to pay a hundred, two hundred some dollars a year for Amazon Prime, or can I actually wait for my packages to come? Like, wait an extra few days. 
Patience is a virtue. It's also much cheaper, especially when it comes to things like shipping and handling. Patience is always cheaper. Remember that I said that. Patience is always cheaper. And that's going to be really important because y'all know how inflation be eating up all of our wages lately. So I need you to remember that. Now, building a train, all that means is that you're making your route faster. You're making your trip to that light at the end of the tunnel, other end of the tunnel, faster. Okay, what are some other ways I can make it faster? I can invest my money. Okay, cool. How do I invest? Ask ChatGBT to explain investing like you're five and give you suggestions of apps. And like I said, ChatGPT is an AI. Google it, ChatGPT. Ask it to explain to you like you're five how to invest and how do I get started and start learning, you know, just start doing the research. So investing means you can literally push one button on your phone and start making more money every month with the money that you put aside. So you can put it in your bank account and let inflation eat at your buying power. Or you can put that money into a company that's growing. You're pissed off at companies making money over you. You're pissed off at Facebook making all these billions of dollars or, you know, NVIDIA making all this money or Amazon making all this money. Buy pieces of their company. Now you're making money with them. Whatever company's pissing you off, you know, buy, comp- buy shares of that company or buy shares of its competitor. It takes literally a minute or two. And you can easily transfer it from your account to your investment account like that, a push of a button. It sounds so confusing, but I promise you it's the easiest shit in the world. I've taught people how to invest in five to 15 minutes. Like they went in knowing absolutely zero. And then they know after five to 15 minutes how to buy companies, how to find them, how to put their money into the account, how to pull their money out, et cetera. Like it's, it's simple. It's simple. And if you don't know how, there's YouTube videos. Like look up the short tutorials, how to invest you'll find what you're you're looking for. So investing is another way to speed up your route toward, you know, your, your, the end of your tunnel. And so your assignment after that, I'm not talking about homework, but I mean like your goal with each of your tunnels is figure out, okay, how can I speed this up? How can I speed this up? And you, you don't have to rush. You don't have to do anything risky, but you do have to keep tweaking it to make it better and better and better and better. And don't think that just because you make minimum wage that you you can't save money. I need you to take the word can't out of your vocabulary. If you're ADHD, you don't have the right to use the word can't. And I know that sounds harsh. I'm saying this all out of love. We are the world's greatest creators and the world's greatest destroyers. Do you know what that fucking means? That means that we have more power than the average person. We just don't know how to fucking use it correctly. And instead, we're using that power to destroy ourselves and destroy other people who are trying to make it in life, but they can't because we tell them, oh, no, that's not possible. Like, we need to fuck off that mindset, okay? This is our fucking world, essentially, on paper, statistics. This is our fucking world, considering that we're 73% of the world's entrepreneurs and over 70% of the prisoners. That means we're most of their crimes, too. Like, this is our fucking planet. So take can't out of your vocabulary and start figuring out how you can. Again, what's that number one rule that I told you to write down? There is a solution for every problem. We just don't know what it is yet. For every problem. I have a long list of thousands of ideas how we can fix world hunger. Thousands of ideas of how we can destroy the nine to five and have people working two to three hours a day, but still making more than what they previously made working nine to five hours. Or sorry, working from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. I have ideas for that that I came up with over the years and I always write them down. Another quote that I want you to write down 
This is another one right underneath the, the first one. I want you to remember this. Forgetfulness is the most powerful force in the universe. Forgetfulness is the most powerful force in the universe. That means in order to combat forgetfulness, you need to write down everything. If you come up with an idea, you got to write it down right then. In 90 seconds, you will. This is this is science. I read this in a book, in, in a couple of books, actually. In in 90 seconds, when you wake up, you forget a dream entirely. In the next 90 seconds, you might even forget that you had a dream. So write that shit down. You'll be surprised. You get an idea, you're going to forget that shit several minutes later, depending on how much it impacted you emotionally. But you're going to forget that shit. Write it down. Make a note for it. Make a rule to yourself. When you get an idea, write it down immediately. And I'll get into it in another episode. I'm adding that to my notes. Um, why that's important. Why it's important to write down ideas immediately and how it helps us as ADHD individuals. So yes, strategize, strategize, strategize how to make your build your train and make it move, make your make yourself move faster toward the light at the other end of your tunnel. But first, take all of your black boxes and put holes on the other side. Connect them to your goals. How can I connect this black box to my goal? How can I use this to help myself get to the other side? One good example is if you have, let's say one of your goals is to be a better man. You just want to be a better man. What does that, what does a better man mean to you? Um, let's say a better man to you meant you are a much more responsible father. You take your wife or your spouse or partner out on more dates. You are just a much more charismatic uh, individual. You are much better at leadership, things like that. Well, in order for you to take your woman out on more dates or, or be a better partner, for example, let's say that's one of your things. Be a better partner is one of the ways you could be a better man. Then that means that you have to actually start taking the steps to make her happy in order to be a better man in your eyes. No matter what the fuck she says, because they're just going to say what they feel, you know? And I can get into the science of that in a different episode. The difference in between men's brains and women's brains, because there is a difference, you know, it's behavioral science. And we live in two different realities. Men and women live in two different realities. And I will explain that. So we're going to fix your relationship, too, if you stick around in this podcast. But let's say that you want to be a better man. Okay, cool. Tying your, how do you tie, let's say your relationship is what feels like a black box to you. It feels like a trap you can't get out of. You're probably miserable as shit. Well, why are you miserable as shit? Uh, my spouse or partner is always annoying me, yakking at me, blah, 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 like annoying, whatever, stop, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. How can I use that to my advantage? What you don't want to do is lash out. If you lash out, it doesn't fix anything. It just makes you feel good. It's like if you decide, oh, instead of doing something productive today, I'm going to go jack off or watch TV or play video games. And then you release that dopamine and you feel better. But guess what? You're still in the same fucking circumstance you were just in. Or you decide, I'm going to go drink some alcohol. Cool. But you're still back in the same circumstance you, you were just in. So none of these things are investing into making yourself a better anything. You're replicating habits that waste your time that you could be spending being more productive. So you have to itemize your time. And you have to itemize that. And go, okay, so what? how can I actually use that black box, my relationship, my nagging girlfriend or wife, to make myself a better man. Okay. What's going to stop her from nagging? Making her happy. 
What's going to make her happy? Doing simple things. Buying some sticky notes or grabbing the sticky notes out of the office. Sticking two of those sticky notes on the mirror. One says, hey, darling, looking good today. And the other sticky note says, just wanted to say I love you with a heart on it. When I tell you that makes a woman's fucking day, really, literally, women are the easiest people to make happy. You know, or, you know, like just the emotional mind of anybody, not just women, but I'm going to say women, just speaking from my perspective, easiest people to make happy because all you got to do is one small thing to show that you care every day, every day. It could be something as simple as walking up to them and then massaging the back of their neck really quick or massaging their foot or writing a sticky note or putting a flower that you picked from the yard might not even be a special flower, but then with a little note that says, a gift to you because I love you. Every little simple thing, I tell you, if you think I'm lying, ask your partner, ask your wife. How would they feel after you do these things? They, they, their whole world will turn upside down. If they were feeling negatively, they will feel like on top of the world after that. Oh, and I, that's not even, that didn't even, you didn't even spend any money for any of those things. And maybe the sticky notes if you don't have them. But still, any piece of paper, you know, you can get creative. You know, you don't got to spend money to make her happy. There's a book called A Thousand and One Ways to Be Romantic. And it teaches you all these quick ways to make your partner happy by doing these simple acts of love. You know, so, but yeah, to get her to stop nagging at you, you can do things to make her happy. But also... How do you tie that into your goal of being a better man? Well, that's what a better man is. It makes your woman happy. That was one of the things you said, right? Being a better spouse. And so you tie, now you've officially tied those together. If I do these things that I normally don't want to do because I'm, I don't like the fact that she nags at me, but instead I do them anyway, not only am I making her happy, but I'm making myself a better man overall. And then you get closer and closer toward that. And when you have a happy woman, she supports you more. So the more happy you make her, the more she supports you, the less she nags. You see how we're coming full surface here because you're, you're the five people closest to you have to contribute to who you are. If you're investing time in people, they have to contribute to what you want to be, what you want to become. That includes your partner, unfortunately. It does. So you have to keep her mind healthy because that also comes back around and influences you because you live with that. You think it's easy to, to build a, a business or a brand or become wealthy or get that dream job when you have a woman inside your home that nags at you every day and makes you feel like shit? Programming is programming. It don't matter how fucking tough you are. And I've seen that myself. I had to get out the fucking house. I had to leave my mom's place because she was pissing me the fuck off. But it wasn't until I left her place that my career took off in television or my career took off in music. My, like starting my own business and shit. It, it didn't take off until I left. Every day she was nagging and asking me shit like, you act like something's wrong with you. I didn't say a single word to her. She came home yelling at me every day. It was like menopause. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out. I got the fuck out of there. My point is, if you're, gonna, if you're stuck with uh, a woman and you're trying to be a better man, and are stuck with a woman that you don't like, and you also want to be a better man, Try putting in all the efforts that you can first. You can't run away from every fucking thing. Like, we're good at that. You can't run away. So, the tunnel that you've built from that, the goal was you want to be a better man. 
you ask yourself, what does being a better man mean? You know, being a better spouse is one of those things. And then your box is your relationship. Well, guess what? Now you're doing those things in your relationship to to go towards your goal of being a better man, those little acts of love. And now she's happier. And because she's happier, you're happier. And now you have a light on the other side because you're becoming a better man every day. And that's just one of the things. Now you now you try to build a train. So remember what building a train is, is how do I get down that tunnel faster? Now building a train for that would be something like watching videos or TED Talks about relationships and the way men and women communicate. Understanding that men and women very uh, very commonly think they're on opposite teams when they have a fight or a disagreement. They start playing the blame game. You did this, you did that. Or when a woman is trying to express her feelings, Men emotionally mansplain this a tendency, have a tendency to emotionally mansplain themselves because they're expecting women to react to life's issues the way that we have been taught to react. Which is why we keep a lot of problems to ourselves and we're like, ah, we make problems smaller. That's what we're trained to do as men. Anything that's a problem, we make it smaller. It's not a big deal. Women were trained to make problems bigger. It's everything. So... When a woman is venting about how she feels, or even when we're venting about how we feel, the other person has a tendency to feel attacked because we're not used to relationships and school didn't teach us how to handle relationships. And I know I'm getting a slightly off topic, but this is really important. But this is, and, and it's important because we have not been taught this. We have not been taught this at all. So, Communication between men and women is like two different languages. It's like English and Spanish. It's like Russian and Chinese. It doesn't matter how much you tell somebody I love I love you, if you're not if they're not hearing it in their language, they're not receiving it. It doesn't exist. Somebody can come up and tell me they love me five different times in Russian. I'm not gonna understand what the fuck they're saying. I don't speak Russian. You know? So I have to show that through what? Action or by what? Speaking their language. So this is why it's important. So another way you could build your train is by watching videos. How can I be a better man in a relationship? How do men and women communicate? Okay, what's another way you can build a train or build a faster train? Do that and read books on the subject at the same time. I can take my woman out on more dates. I can take the kids out to the park. You know, like all these things. I can help someone that is another guy friend of mine who is struggling in a department that I know that they could use help in. And give them some advice. You know, all these things that helps you build a train to get closer to that light. Most of us can build trains and we don't realize that we can. When you sit down this evening and you go through those other dark boxes and you try to connect them to your goals, you start like you start brainstorming and strategizing. Okay, how can I get closer to these goals? Then you realize, oh, shit, I could have been doing this the entire time and I had no idea. I'm capable, but I didn't know that I was capable. Now, some of you might be having a hard time even getting started with this list. The reason why is because it's a black box. You probably don't even want to get better. Why would you not want to get better? Why would you not want to get closer to your destination? I don't have a destination. That's one good reason. You know, what's, what's some other reasons? You got to find out what your destination is. If you have a destination that you want to get to, no matter what it is, first you have to imagine, because this is true, that any destination is possible. Then second, you want to be like, that's the destination I want to get to. That is the destination. 
And so, with that being said, your homework assignment again today is to go through your other black boxes, connect them to your other goals, and then come back down that up and down that list and then write ideas of how you can build a train through those tunnels. How can you make your path from each one after you've at least built the tunnel and you started on that path? How can you make each one faster? And you don't have to do all of these at the same time. You can implement more of those strategies little by little over time as as time goes on. But you have to keep track of it. If you don't keep track of it, you know us. We're forgetful as fuck. We're not going to remember. So you have to write the shit down. And I know I, I fucking hate writing too. <laughs> I fucking hate writing. But you have to do that. You you have to. And so with that being said, I'm going to end this episode. Make sure if you have any questions regarding ADHD or your life, your job, your family relationships, your goals, make sure you send an email to me at ADHDbillionaires with an S at gmail.com. And I'll respond on on one of the episodes in this podcast. Anyway, have a good day. I'm out. Peace.